You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. See, we're here, Henry. It's championship week. Enough messing around. We made it through. Are we sure? Can we still you just mess around a little? Your call of the year. Yeah. Right when we needed you most, you That's came through for all of us. DraftKings Sportsbook presenting sponsor of this podcast of ours. Stream, if you're watching live, what have you, is also coming through in the clutch for us during the holidays right now nothing but mega deals for you left and right nba season opening free money on that uh you've got if you're a dmvr member free money at DraftKings on that as well so check them out check us out let's get into it hank because a lot went down this week as you'd imagine and uh yeah as I uh, as I alluded to, you had the call of calls, and so we're gonna start with our winners lap. You're usually a very modest man, but I want you to take a, a real. This isn't just a winners lap. This is an old school Will Ferrell. We're gonna go streaking, you know, down the quad. I'm down to go streaking uh, after I, this at, for honest, so many reasons. On this call, the number one player in all of fantasy. I think you should tell the people what you did this week and why uh, why you just upped your status to, to legend. Uh, because I said to start Jalen Hurts. Mm. Everybody has been saying terrible things about Jalen Hurts. Everybody's wow. been talking trash about the Eagles receivers, the Eagles offensive line. Yep. Carson Wentz was a problem. Jalen Hurts Whoa. is a winner. He's Whoa. been a winner forever. He's uh, he's the man now, and he's somebody you got to start. You know, I was a little bit lukewarm on Jalen Hurts last week on the podcast, but by the time Sunday hit and we were on the tailgate, I knew you had to start Jalen Hurts. Going up against that Cardinals defense, they just give up so many points to quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks who run. Ah, it does feel good, though. And, and I, I, I don't really like – I don't know. It, that game it's started than, off. I almost thought it was a bad call by you. Yeah, I, I there was, was like, a second I'm, there. I'm glad there was I didn't pick there. him up off my waiver wire and start him over Tannehill. And then I was like, "Whoo!" He went cow. off. He went off. He and went like off. you said, top fantasy performer. But more than I like being right, I just like watching Jalen Hurts. Like he's been one of my favorite football players to watch. I think he was my favorite football player to watch for the college football season last year. Now he's doing it in the NFL. Ah, the, the takeaway here isn't so much I was right as much as, much as it's just like Jalen Hurts is here. And uh, I am so, 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 so excited about it. 
that was really something else. Um, and yeah, it's been a weird flip. How you know, I love to really pound the table on football in September, isn't real football, especially this year. And it's been weird how, I guess, I mean, obviously that's been proven true, but really the few defenses that were playing well in September, the Cards and Colts, kind of coming apart here towards the end of the year, no longer a, a situation where you need to really force that hand. Outside of your outstanding Jalen Hurts call, anything else to talk about on the winner's lap, Hank? Um, I think that that was the big one. That was the big um, one. Um, I also let's see, let me just double check. Um, I love him. Plenty of losers laps on the way. Oh, I said nice. bench Ezekiel Elliott, and he uh didn't play. Baker Mayfield was quarterback twelve. I said bench him. That's not bad. Uh, that's that's right on the edge, especially because he was putting up numbers before. I'll take a little call. credit there. That was a good call um, on the G man. Yeah. Tyler Boyd, I had I had him as a sit. He uh did Very not catch call. a pass. Did not catch a pass. Got hurt. So there you go. He That's did get some, hurt for a bit. Some For most of it. Your number one start. Excellent. Your sits. Good advice as well. Yep. Good for you, Hank. Love it. Really rounding in to championship form right when it mattered most in the in the big rounds here. I'll take a winner's lap on Brandon Ayuk. He had an outstanding game. One of the top wide receivers in PPR uh, this week. That is sixth. Uh, behind only Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Marvin Jones, Stephon Diggs, and Zach Pascal. No one had that one. Uh, but still, Brandon IU coming through despite the uh, you know the Niners really getting killed by the Dallas Cowboys. But he was one of my starts. J.K. Dobbins, not an incredible call, but 20th running back in PPR. And Dobbins isn't a PPR monster. He's definitely more valued, uh, valuable in your more standard formats. He had a big, um, he had he had a good enough week to justify that. Whether he was your flex or your running back too, and sit Clyde Edwards Hilaire might have been my call of the week. Uh, second most productive running back on Kansas City, thirty fourth running back in full PPR. My, how the mighty have fallen. Talk about. A September mirage like the Colts and Cardinals defenses, uh, that Clyde Edwards Hilaire season opener looking further and further removed from where we're at right now mm -hmm. with that Kansas City backfield. So those were definitely my best calls of the week. But as always, <laughs> we uh you don't have to tell us twice to be self-deprecating. We will eat crow uh all, all day of the week we love to say uh i was wrong my bad uh so go ahead henry what were you wrong on what was your bad i was wrong about cam Akers. Uh, i'll start there um i had him as a start he he did well, get hurt injury. there for yeah. a stretch but he still had 15 carries only put up 60 something yards didn't get a touchdown one catch so i mean i ex i expected about that many opportunities and the production wasn't there um, he did get hurt though. Otherwise, it would have been more opportunities, and maybe he would have scored. And I would have been wrong about how many, you know. But yeah, yeah. I gave bad advice. Also, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, who I believe was like wide receiver ninety-one or a hundred and one or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, like I think a lot of people are. Um, I'm a little bit shocked by what happened last night in that football game. Well, not to mention the Jets game. And the Jets game, too. I mean, too. those were yeah. massive spreads, and you were kind of on the safe side with Juju and Cam Akers, seemingly. You would have thought. Yeah, not so much. No, turns out. Uh, so I will eat some crow there.
That's it. Huh? Wow, yep. good for you. I've got a bit of a, a more hefty plate here. Mm. Mike Evans, bad call to sit. Now, not a ton of touches, but against Detroit's beat-up defensive backs, uh, he he got he got his touchdown, so he he definitely makes me eat some crow there. Deontay Johnson, you talked about Juju Smith. We clearly are just not on the same page. Uh, our mics are on the same page, True. not on the same page with these Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers wide receivers, just not making it happen. Uh, Johnson, one of the few bright spots for Pittsburgh in that, as you said, very surprising uh, game against the Bengals last night. And Evan Ingram really thought that the Browns defense that has been so crummy could be feasted on. Not so. The Giants could uh, really not do much offensively. So I must eat crow on that one. So that's unfortunate, but what can you do? Happens. It does happen. Yeah. All right, Hank. I think we are going to jump into Would You Rather, and we are starting with some uh, important dilemmas uh, for championship week. Brought to you by my team. Brought to you by Justin Michaels' team, who's in a 2QB league where he's been killing it. And, uh, Kale, you get any questions coming, you let us know on that end as well. So we're going to start with me, Hank, where I guess my first question is, I've got the Chargers defense against the Broncos, which, look, you could have worse options than that. But I wonder... Is it worth it for me to pick up a streaming option like the Texans against the Bengals? I like that better. I do like that better. I know that the Texans defense isn't all that good, but you know, you, you do think that JJ Watt should get you at least one sack in that game on top of them not giving up many points because the Bengals just don't score right. many points. Despite what we just saw. Okay. And Brian Finley missed so many passes. So like it was rough. Would you rather the Texans? The Cardinals against San Francisco's offense. Ugh, see, that's tough. I mean, it's it's a similar situation yeah. um, where it's not a defense I like, although I do like it better than the Texans. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the matchup quite as much, although I do like the matchup. Do you like the Buccaneers against the Lions better? Or the there's, Bills there's some, against I, the Patriots? Bills, Patriots, I, I, I like. I think the Buccaneers give you maybe more upside than the rest of them. I, there's some upside whenever you play the Patriots. Maybe best of all, football team versus the Panthers. Or Panthers versus the football team. Christian McCaffrey, what's, what's his status? I don't know, but the football team is playing know, really well. I mean, I think they're kind of just... Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's tempting. I, I do think that um, I like it that was the Buccaneers team. that play the Lions. Yeah. That's tempting. That is really tempting because that actually is a good defense and you won't feel as bad if, if they give up a bunch of points. Um, but even they, they haven't been playing all that well. What was the other one I liked? I can't remember. Foot, uh, Texans against the Bengals. You yeah. like the Cardinals yeah. against mm. the Niners and you like football team against the, Car- the I, I really, uh, Panthers. I really think that these are all Eagles against the Cowboys. Pretty even. There's actually some great matchups. Yeah. Some great streaming options. In Eagles against the Cowboys, like like they're all just on the same like. Yeah. In terms of like value, I don't see much of a difference. It's just whether you want to get a whether you feel more comfortable with a good defense that's playing a little bit better offense or a, a bad defense that's going against a, a much worse offense. I'm really tempted by football team against the Panthers. 
Huh. Uh, really tempted. Yeah. I mean, they made some plays. Um, I, let me see what they've been putting up. I mean, they had that monster game two weeks ago in the upset mm-hmm. of the Steelers. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, last week played fairly well against the Seahawks. I mean, really held them to a pretty low scoring in in this league they had oh and then so they had 21 points against the cowboys 11 points against the steelers 28 against the 49ers seven against seattle but really i mean a double digit tear until facing the seahawks who they still held to seven points yeah and over the last three weeks washington is the eighth best defense of the teams you mentioned only the cardinals are in front of them and uh that's by 0.3 points per game. Mm. So I, I, I think you're probably onto something with Washington. Okay. What about my quarterback situation? Tannehill against Green Bay or Baker Mayfield against the Jets? Man. Ooh. Dude, I tell you, Mayfield's uh, really heating up. Yeah. But that Jets front? Oh, yeah. Scary, as you found out with your Cam Akers pick uh, this week. And coming off a win. I think is what swings things towards Tannehill because I, I, I mean, both great options. And then the last three weeks, Tannehill's quarterback three, Baker's quarterback four, despite having a pretty rough performance last week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, the, the Jets, the Jets defense, just by reputation, I feel like you should take Baker against them, um, especially because, you know, the, the downside for Baker is that the running game you is so do, good and they can huh? get plenty of production. But I think the running game is going to be what's more impacted by the defensive line of the Jets and not so much the passing game. Interesting point. Interesting point. You're not wrong. So you got one question here. And we've got some questions here. Okay. This week. Uh, okay. Let's get into those matchups, Hank. I'd go Baker because Tannehill on the road at Lambeau it, it just scares me a little bit mm. that feels like such a shootout though what about this question we just got um the Kyler this week or Lamar this week I so I mean Lamar had a bit of a down week I mean, in turn, he was quarterback five. But before yeah. that, he'd back-to-back weeks. Weeks, I believe, he was the number one quarterback. If not, he was right up there. Um, I mean, he's been killing it. He's been massacring these big spreads. That's exactly what we said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And now he takes on the Giants, which who, and, right, like we just saw with the Browns, can keep you a little low scoring. On meanwhile, the other hand, you have a Saturday where Kyler who's back to running the ball, which is really comforting, is taking on the Niners. Yeah. I I think that both are good options this week. Um, I, I, I do. I will say that I trust Lamar just a little bit more at this point after what we've seen from Kyler. I know that the Giants' defense is it, – it's. I mean, it's progressively gotten better all season. I mean, that it wasn't a great group at the start. But it just seems like week after week, they just keep getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. They've been formidable for a while, and now maybe they are actually just like a good defense. But I, I still think that Lamar is enough better than Kyler that I'd feel comfortable 
more comfortable doing that. Because, I mean, running through Kyler's last few weeks, 34 last week. Before that, 18, 17, 8.9. But before that, 20, 30, 37, 38, 28. And so he he is a bit removed from when he was so hot. Meanwhile, Lamar is finally turning it on. Like, if, if you're a Lamar owner and you waited this long, well, what were you waiting for? I mean, if it isn't a three-week stretch where you go 26, 34, 30. Like, he's just hot, and I think and you got to ride And he's running him. in touchdowns, and that's like you might have a good run defense, which the Giants do because of their defensive line and tackles. But Lamar is stressing those linebackers so much mm-hmm. with those RPO-style runs. I'm going Lamar, Max. Let's go Lamar, man. I, I'm going to go Lamar, too. It's a classic, like, let's ride the horses that brought us here. And, and that's been something we've been saying. I think now's the time to do it. It, it does kind of scare me that Kyler's putting up the, m- the more passing yards. Yeah, for um, sure. Man. But, I mean, that's that's not as valuable. And L- Lamar Lamar gives you plenty of upside, however you want to look at it. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, okay. So, we've gone through my defensive stream options. We've gone through my quarterback conundrum. I think my flex and running backs, I have to start who I have to start. My real only last question, Hank, going into championship week, is I feel pretty certain I'm starting Justin Jefferson against the Saints. But for my wide receiver two spot, do I start Allen Robinson with the resurgent Mitchell Trubisky going against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the new Tank City USA, because they're now in pole position for Trevor Lawrence, or... Do I go with Brandon Ayuk against those aforementioned pesky Arizona Cardinals? I, I really like what Brandon Ayuk's been doing. I, uh, Brandon Ayuk mm. has just been so good. Uh, and and Allen Robinson's been good too. 10 points this week, 23 the week before, 10 the week before that, 23 before that. I mean, he's been rock solid. There's a little trend there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is another up week for him at Jacksonville. Like It's certainly a good matchup. Uh, I uh, let me just see what Ayuk's numbers look like here. I mean, Ayuk is killing it. It just feels a little mm. more feast or famine than what I get I mean, out of Robinson. In his last five games, though, this is this. These are all half point PPR numbers, all of them. Um, last five games, but six six games. Let's go back six games. Seventeen point eight, sixteen point nine, eight. 18, uh, 16.2, 19.1, 14.5. Mm, he is consistently it. putting he's up numbers. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know where I stand on the Bears offense right now. Um, I know. Arizona's I, I, tougher, though. And I almost feel bad. I almost feel like to some extent we've been like underrating uh, Allen Robinson all year because he's, I mean, he's he's doing some big things, man. I, I Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's true. I, it feels like, like we haven't talked about him all that much. He's been productive. He's coming along as of late. But you're right. Like on a per game basis, uh, it's really hard to argue with what Ayuk's got going on. Yeah. Three, four. Yeah, I mean, he's wow. On a per game basis, Justin Jefferson seventeen points per game. Allen Robinson sixteen point nine. Brandon Ayuk sixteen point four. Oh wow! So They're neck and neck. neck. I, uh, in the half point PPR, that yeah. must have been full point. Yeah, half point. Uh, Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, both with thirteen point seven per game. 
And and really, it's been Allen Robinson who's been more up and down. And the other thing is, and I think this is what probably swings that argument, is that Brandon Ayuk has consistently produced more and more as the season's gone along. I mean, yeah. let's let's look at what a couple of these first scores were. First game, two two point one. No, he's getting acclimated. He's getting familiar with Nick Mullins. I mean, he started the season injured. The rookies, we know, were starting behind the eight ball in a year like this. I mean, it's all trending in the right direction. Yep. Yep. I, I do Dang. think it's Ayuk. Ayuk's just so good. Oh, the, the only argument that. is, do you get scared of Patrick Peterson being on him, something like that? No. I, I agree. I don't think I care. It's the beauty of that Shanahan offense is they just, like, they scheme guys open and... Mm -hmm. A guy like him is really striving in those situations because he's a yak machine. Yeah. I mean, you you knew that. You were covering him in mm -hmm. the Pac-12. Oh, I yeah. saw him at the Senior Bowl. And That's his calling card. He's a yak machine. He's proving it at the NFL level. Uh, it's been really impressive. He's gotten double-digit targets in four of the last five weeks, including 16 targets in a game where they only scored 15 points. Now, I know listeners at home are saying, well, Dre, you have such good wide receivers. Why aren't we talking about starting all three, one of them in the flex? Well, this is a per carry league. Um, and while point Zeke, per carry. Point per carry. While Zeke is hurt, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, and sadly, Kenyon Drake, but merely because he gets the carries. I hate it, but he gets the carries. I would definitely be starting one of these wide receivers if it wasn't a point per carry league. Mm -hmm. But because it's a point per carry league, I have to start Kenyon Drake. We're going to get in the buy or sell. We're going to talk about some of my options on the waiver wire at running back to where I could supplant Kenyon Drake. Um, let's get into our guy, Justin Michaels. Um, conundrums for his championship week. We have people going crazy about a dog being in, in the office right here. So everyone's going nuts. Chase him this way. Um, so that's why you're hearing a bit wow. background. So I'm focused. I'm locked in, though. Justin's done some big things for his league. Uh, he also has IU. He's really looking sharp. It's a bulldog. It is a bulldog. So one thing <laughs> is we've got a little, there's a little Frenchie. Right there. <laughs> right behind the fancy logo. He's, wow. So I would like to know what Millhouse wants. Oh, what a great name. So Justin starting the Rams defense. They go against the Seahawks. I would first and foremost advise waiver wire streaming defense. Look into the Washington football team. <laughs> Look into the Buccaneers. I'll be doing this show by myself from here. <laughs> no, I'm locked in. I'm Look locked into in. the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, those are all nice matchups. Next, I think he's got a bit of a conundrum at wide receiver. Well, really in his flex. So mm -hmm. he's got Thielen, Hopkins, Ayuk. Um, Thielen going against the Saints. I would start Ayuk over Thielen. I, I was just pulling up Thielen's stats to make sure I wasn't missing something, but yeah, me too. And let's see if you're with me. I would start Kareem Hunt over Thielen in that flex spot. He also has options like T.Y. Uh, Hilton and Richard Higgins um, there on top of Thielen. I mean, again, C.D. Lamb as well, Chase Claypool. Uh, Justin did real well for himself. Thoughts, yeah. Henry, in this flex? Uh, Would you, know, you rather Kareem Hunt, Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, 
Higgins. I think Hilton with the Pittsburgh matchup probably out. Higgins, the Jets matchup, mm, intriguing. We talked about it with Baker. Hunt, he's that receiving back. So while the Jets front is intimidating, I don't treat him like a running back. I treat him like a receiving back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's start with Thielen. So so Thielen coming off in half point PPR, eight points and five points. Yeah. Back to back down weeks. Not great, Bubba. The tough part is that before that was 17.5, 28.3, 18.3. Before yeah. that, two more single-digit weeks. Two yeah. two more sub-five-point weeks. No, that's why I think it's been Max in the comments asking us, can he trust Thielen in his mm-hmm. leagues? Uh, I, I, I still don't. Yeah. Especially no, against New Orleans. That That's a good defense. No, lights out defense, Hank. Lights I, out. They're phenomenal. I, I, I don't think it's Thielen. Okay. Um, I'm with you. We're on the same page. So, I don't see. think it's Hilton either against the Steelers. Against the Steelers, probably not. Although, I mean, guys were open yesterday. How many how many passes did Finley miss? It, it was just over and over and over. Yeah. And they still won. Uh, Is that because they were selling out to stop the run, though? I mean, they have had trouble in their secondary. It is true. I have seen a lot of Steelers fans complaining about it. You see it when you watch the tape. You know, outside of, I mean, we saw it in a, the primetime game against the Bills. They really couldn't cover anyone. Yeah. And... So just maybe, just to add context, you know, he started the season with nine straight single-digit games. Hilton? Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. Then 16, 21, 23, oh, back to fire. single digits this week. And, and He's been on fire. Zach Pascal's big week kind of messed that up, but they put a ton of points up against the Tech. I mean, the I think Colts it is, are yeah. a different team from who they were at the start of the season. Yeah, I, I do think it's Kareem Hunt. That that fits in there. Let's just go. I can't justify anybody else. Let's I'm assuming this go. is PPR, and I'm still taking the running. I back. am too, and I'm still taking the running back. Only final question: Logan Thomas against the Panthers at tight end, or Dallas Goddard against the Cowboys? Mm, yeah. I mean, tight ends. You're just gambling, and you I are. think it's important to say that every time we talk about. Yeah, them. you're big on that. Um, you're big on that. Aside from Waller and Kelsey, of course. Yep. Uh, I mean, he hates it. He hates it, folks. Making me pick tight ends. What are we doing here? Yeah. Um, oh, championship. I, it, everything matters. I want to say it's Goddard, but mm. he hasn't really put up any numbers since Jalen Hurts has taken over. Yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing that makes yeah. you think, oh, this is this is gonna get him going because because we haven't seen it. Um, Justin knows. I mean, and look, Logan Thomas coming off a hundred hundred receiving yard game. Yep, it's got to be Logan Thomas. Yeah, it's Logan Thomas. As okay. much as I like Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Beautiful. That was your championship edition of Would You Rather, taking care of uh, you know our family and our, and our championship dilemmas. Before we continue with more Would You Rather, some buy or sell, some waiver wire conundrums, I know you have a special holiday shout-out you need to make, Henry. So I, I, I leave the floor to you. It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> no. Well, no, 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 I, I know because I just recorded the Buffs podcast. That's right. It feels like just yesterday plus a week, though, doesn't it? Mm, um, not so sure. The, the 2021 <laughs> basketball season is here. The teams okay. around the league took the took to the offseason to retool and revamp and are ready to hit the court. You know. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, oh, yeah. has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. 
Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy, so yes. what are you waiting for? <laughs> Get in on all of the action now. <laughs> to celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving Ooh. new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week, and if your team wins, you cash a crisp $100. Right. While we are all excited for the return of basketball, let's not forget football's playoffs are right around the corner. So Uh, head to the app now to check out all of the DraftKings daily odds boosts. Mm. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Plus, if you're a DMVR member, make sure you take advantage of your free $5 bet the DraftKings is giving you. Or become a member. I mean, we're paying you to become a member. Just do it. Yep. Uh, Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR when you sign up to get this. Wait. No, to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Bravo, my friend. Bravo. Well done. Okay. Um... Kale, keep it coming with the questions. Uh, We've. Just a couple more from Max that we shouldn't hit through. Quick. Yeah, beautiful. Should I be worried about Chris Carson and James Robinson running back? I have yet to get out of the run like that. Let's see. Uh, I still feel good about James Robinson. Um, I, I'll double check the numbers on that, but. It's been tough, though. It's mm. been tough. It's been <sighs> tough, Henry. I think Chris Carson's what kind of scares me because I, I, how many carries did Carlos Hyde get last night? That's what I need to be checking. Yeah, right I mean now. he because uh, I just I only heard like the highlights and all that kind of stuff. But not last night. What am I talking about? Um, yeah, Sunday. We Sunday, get it, Henry. We get it. And the Rams defense. I mean that one scares you though. Ty Johnson just kind of ran all over them as well. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. So so Carlos Carlos Hyde had a 50-yard touchdown carry and only yeah. one other carry. Yeah. You know, it, it, that does not concern me. Chris Carson is still the guy in that backfield. Uh, he got 15 touches, uh, 15 carries. He got 17 touches, uh, 15 touches the week before, 16 touches the week before that. It's his job. It's always been his job. The question is the Rams. Yeah, the question's the Rams, and then the question's James Robinson. I kind of like J.K. Dobbins above both. I mean, you could convince me. But a love me. both doesn't answer Max's question. A love above which answers Max's question. And I feel like... I mean, James Robinson's numbers have gone down. Yeah, they have. 10.3 and 12.8 yes. Yes. last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. that... I mean, James Robinson has a disastrous week against the Ravens, if not for a receiving touchdown. True. Disastrous. True. It's also the Ravens' defense. And I guess he is going to play Chicago. That's a good defense. Yeah, bear down Chicago Bears. Mm. <laughs> mm. But, I mean, Chris Carson's playing the Rams. I know. I know. Hate both those matchups. <sighs> Frankly. Um, okay, Henry. I do think I, th- I do think J.K. Dobbins is a play, though. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins is the play against the Giants. Another matchup I don't <sighs> love. I know. And, and you look I'm at the going, numbers, 64 man, rushing yards, 53 rushing yards, 71 rushing yards, 70. Like, he's gotten touchdowns in all those games, and that's what's gotten him into the mid-teens. 
He's caught one pass in the last three weeks. Screw it. I'm sticking with the guys that got you here, Max. James Robinson, Chris Carson. We're sticking to it. It's the better choice. Okay. Okay. Would you rather, Henry, and uh, huh, better get your injury notebook out here. The 49ers, Steelers, Rams, or Falcons RB1. Who are they, or would you rather have them? Would you, which of those would you rather have? Now, Ugh. Niners, basically Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm-hmm. Steelers, basically Penny, Benny Snell. Rams, basically Daryl Henderson. Though Malcolm Brown, always there, an extra pesky. Falcons, basically Edo Smith. Falcons are the one I'm most <laughs> dubious on, as you can tell. Rams, too much of a mess, too. I guess the answer is Jeff Wilson Jr. For me, I could consider Benny Snell, though. You could talk me into that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, let's start with Jeff Wilson. You know, there's <clears throat> stuff to like about him. Uh, Double-digit yeah. points this week. Yeah. Um, hadn't done that since week seven. There you go. Um, Love to hear it, that. There's just some weird stuff. I mean, yep. like he only had 60 rushing yards. Week before that, he had 31. Um yeah, I mean, he's not their feature Only has, back. He's well, an emergency choice. And and that's it scares me. That's but but scary. the upside to me though, and honestly what confuses me is you look at it and why why hasn't he been scoring more points in PPR leagues? Because he was targeted four times this week, didn't catch a ball, one for three the week before that, two for five the week before that. It just what is what is happening on those? Because you should be completing like eighty percent of the passes to running backs. And and if and if you had, then yeah, he would have been a decent play. But since then, I mean, he's kind of been bust except, except for this week when he put up twelve points, and even that. I mean, the week before he had eight point nine with a touchdown. So are you saying Benny Snell, or would you rather <sighs> like roll the dice with Daryl Henderson and hope that the Rams don't ram you and give all the like red zone touches to Malcolm Brown, which they do. The Rams every week, it's whatever court running back you start, they'll punish you for it. Yeah, and you know, it, it it there was a nice trend of Cam Akers getting the majority of the touches, and that was still true this week. Um, I, I do like Cam Akers if he's healthy and playing, and that's a big question mark at this point. Um, Benny Snell looked nice. Does does he get the touches again next week? Because he got such garbage touches in that one too, man. Yeah, like that run that rushing offense did not look good. No. Their rushing offenses looked terrible all year. Snell had 18 carries for 84 yards. Yeah. It was kind of buoyed by the 29-yarder. Um, yep, yep, yep. Love But that before one. that, he what? He, he hadn't hit. by the 29-yarder. Wow, that's how we're talking now. Love that. He'd only hit 20 yards once since week one. Yeah. Like, I, I Benny Snell, if, if they give him the opportunities they gave him this week, he's probably the play. I just don't think you can risk that when he put up one point in each of the two previous weeks. I'm a Jeff Wilson guy. I just got to hope in that offense, basically. Um, I hope uh, no one's in this situation. Yeah. Maybe in a loser's bracket, you could be. Would you rather, this is somewhat inspired by my team, but then I extended it. Tannehill, Baker, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. Baker, Tannehill, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. Oh. So we've already said you're on the Baker train over I, Tannehill. I think Baker and Tannehill are both very good options. Would though. you take Hurts or Herbert over either? I don't think you can. I I, I don't think so. Um, I will say that I have Hurts uh, ahead of Herbert um, just because I, I 
you know my because of who i am as a person um playing the cowboys yeah maybe hurts does climb up higher maybe hurts does climb up higher i do think herbert's a pretty clear four here oh man although i mean the broncos championship week screw it i think i would go with hurts i really think i would really yeah yeah um what about if you're stuck with more of the veterans that are disappointing or the deep backups would you rather Mariota, Tua, Breeze, or Big Ben? Mariota, Tua, Breeze, Big Ben. Yeah, Breeze Yikes. and Big Ben look uh, done. Terrible. Yeah, like, like done, done, done. Yep, yep, like, yep, yep, like yep. goodbye. I'm nice with, career. Yeah, I'm with you. Done, done, done. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Tua, what to make of Tua? I mean. The, the mm-hmm. only fantasy production he's giving you on these absurd runs Tua's going to get murdered. They keep running them like that in the red zone, but whatever true. works. Yeah, they're they're missing a lot of their skill players, and that factors into that Dolphins offense really kind of struggling. Really yeah. not oh, yeah. looking as sharp as you'd expect. Mariota, on the other hand, looks very nice, and I, I, I mean, he's he's the clear number one out of this group to me. There you go. I, I'm I'm very much in on Marcus Mariota, not just like for this week, but as a football player, because I mean, I was never really out on him. You know, I, I'm not sure what the contract situation's like, and this isn't the time or place to talk about this. But uh, if if the Broncos if the Broncos want to do like the veteran quarterback route, he is number one on my list of guys I want to bring in. To compete with Drew or whatever you want. Yeah, he's atop the Tannehill tier. Yeah. The next Tannehill. He's the top candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, Kenyon Drake, David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Wayne Gallman. Would which of these would you rather? I I, I think Le'Veon Bell. That that really? really sticks out to me. Yeah, and you know with Clyde. He's not playing well though. I know, but with with Clyde edwards alaire's injury, I mean, do you think do you think that? What percentage of the touches do you think Le'Veon Bell gets this oh, week? I mean, you're right. You're right. It's going to keep increasing. Yeah. Uh, the play the play here out of this group is probably Melvin Gordon, probably Lev Bell. Is Phil hurt? No, but the no. touches are what they are, especially in the red zone. That is true. The red zone touches are there. I mean, I the, the Broncos running game is something that scares me away, especially with the split backfield. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... It's, I, I think Le'Veon Bell is probably my number one. I mean, David Johnson, that's that's just a gamble who's going to get touches, which I guess is the case for yeah. most of these. Yeah, no, I mean total. Um, Wayne Gallman? Some consideration there? Some consideration, but boy, with Colt McCoy, I mean, the last couple games have been horrendous. That's true. I was um, all aboard the Wayne Gallman train, and now... Yeah, he so just hasn't much. produced. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think Le'Veon Bell is probably number one. Um uh, if if you're a true Cardinals believer, you could justify Kenyon Drake and from Melvin Gordon, but that probably is how it goes. Oh man! All right, quick like five minute edition of buy or sell. You guys got any last second questions? Holler at us, trying to get you ready for these final championship weeks that will go down right around Christmas time for you. Hank, are you buying or selling what Tony Pollard did last week? I'll buy. My goodness. I'll buy. I mean, I too am buying. He's, uh, he's a talented guy. So and I think that people have known that. People have, yep. I mean, at least I have 
pretty consistently thought, huh, I wonder what he would look like if he wasn't behind Ezekiel Elliott, one of the few backfields where the number two back just doesn't get many touches. Yeah. Um, 4.7 yards per carry this season. No Ezekiel Elliott this week had uh, 12 catches. Or, or 12 or twelve carries, sorry. Six catches, which is also very good, and I'm not sure if that's going to keep up, but worth noting. Um, I do wish that he would have gotten the ball just a little bit more with no Zeke, Yeah. but but I am buying into what Tony Pollard's doing. Yeah, I mean, how could you not? Yep. Uh, that was impressive. That was a really nice game. Yeah, I mean, the kid was getting downhill he looks athletic he's uh he's got a really nice power uh, a combination of power and burst long speed getting downhill he's mm-hmm. a talented kid i'm definitely buying uh what about ty johnson who uh for the jets looked really nice against um <laughs> the los angeles rams that was something else your thoughts on Ty Johnson, a guy that we didn't mention on the last podcast as a sneaky little play. Um, and now this is, you know, 19 points week 13, just 1.6 points. This is full PPR it is. week 14, 17.5 last week. Um, you know, not a ton of carries, just three carries, mm-hmm. but the six receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown really carried him he did get 22 carries two weeks ago and got 104 yards with the tud they're going against the browns lowly defense ty johnson i'm selling Mm. i I, this i mean that that was probably the fantasy peak of his career i mean i guess there was a decent game a couple weeks ago but i i not nothing against him but you just i mean with the jets offense frank gore still out out touched him i mean i yes. carried him at least 23 yes. to Frank 3 Gore is the issue here yeah. and the thing is with ty johnson those those points were nice he caught six passes and so six points just from catching the ball and the week before that when he actually had eight carries instead of three zero catches zero yeah. targets week before that when he was the featured back with 22 carries two targets and so i, I he, he i guess you can look at that and say two of the last three weeks he's been a good fantasy running back who you wish you would have started I see it and say that that 1.6 in between them scares me away. Yeah. I mean, Lazard mm. is probably, I mean, he's their number two receiver. You're They're, a Lazard whisperer on staff, so lay it on us. I mean, the thing is, he's a number two receiver who hasn't, produced wide receiver two production i mean he, he had eight points this week half point ppr he has three yep. games in double digits two of them were in the first three weeks of the season he did miss a bunch of time with injury but ugh, I don't he know. just doesn't get a ton of targets i can't see many scenarios where you would start him um or trust him too much I, uh, tennessee yeah. that's gonna be a shootout hank just i just True. know it's gonna be a shootout i'd uh, lean valdez scantling at this point there you go Ty Johnson or Alan Lazard in your like a desperate fre- flex play. Lazard. Nice. Nice. Okay. I think that's a great way to end the buy or sells unless we have anything else. No, it looks like that's just a correction on the spelling of Lazard. Thank you for tuning in. 
tune in to the tailgate where we'll have more start sit stuff uh any last minute updates for the sunday slate sunday morning we are dmvr fantasy thanks for tuning in kids we'll be back soon